Welcome back to Two Pastors and a Mic. My name is Corey. We don't have Shanik with us today because he's out in the lobby and I'm pulling people in from this conference to interview him because you need to hear some sweet people who are doing incredible things outside of the Louisville area. And today we have Justin Knapp from Colorado. Well, no, you just moved from Colorado to Texas like yeah, a year ago, Dallas, right? Yeah. In Dallas, Texas. When you hear what he's about, if you're a business owner or have space, you're going to want to listen to this episode because it's incredible. I actually love what you've done. And so, Justin, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you just shared on stage needs to be shared right now. Yeah, right on. My name is Justin Knapp. I'm married to my wife, Catherine. We have four kids, uh, 18, four, a uh, year and a half, and one on the way. So all boys. Uh, lucky me, I guess. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm the CEO of Space Together. I pastored for 14 years. We Planted two churches, uh, merged with a church, absorbed a church, kind of did a lot of that whole run. And then uh, I had a, a mentor of mine that was like a church planner and a Marine. And so when I was 19, I met him in Bible college and I was like, I feel like I'm supposed to do ministry. I don't really know what that means. I just feel like I'm kind of supposed to serve what what you're doing, what you're building. And he was like, look, man, I see the entrepreneur church planner thing all over you. So we're going to do this way differently. I'm not going to pay you. I'm not going to promote you, but I'm going to give you a piece of my building and I want you to start your own thing and I'll just kind of coach you along the way. So for six years, I did that with him. He was planting a church as well. And so I got to go through this entire church planning process as like an independent person. Like he didn't have a big denomination or network behind him. It was just kind of all him believing God. And I got to watch that and I got to be like a, a big part to play in that. And so I got to see what the process of like finding a building and planting a church and and then all the whole time I'm like believing for my own stuff. Like he was super yep. hardcore. Like I'm not going to give you a sound system. I'm not going to give you chairs. Figure I'm it not, out. <laughs> exactly. Right. Like you have this room, so go do it, you know. And so I did, you know, we figured out how to get sound systems and chairs and like how to believe for everything and like what you what it is you got to do to be a pastor and grow a community. And then uh, after six years, I had just gone through business school. Two weeks after I get out, I was planning on taking like a month off because I had gone all the way through business school while pastor in the church and I was just tired, you know, and, and wanted it to get a break. So two weeks after I was done, he takes me out to breakfast at like five in the morning because old pastors like to do that for some reason. It's where God is. Yeah. Right? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So we're sitting there having breakfast and he sits down and like smiles really big and like starts laughing. And that's never a good thing, you know, and, and he's like, you have three months to get out of my building. And brutal. it Just was brutal, crazy, like no, like warning, no, hey, we're going to take up an offering. We're going to get this. You know, it was nothing. It was like. You have th I'm not paying you anything at all anymore. So anything that you were getting as a benefit from us is gone uh, and you have three months to get out. And that sounds so harsh, but that was just how he like trained yeah, me. It was sure. all like sink or swim, figure it out, you know. And like I said, I had planted with him. So we had already gone through two building projects. So I knew what that entailed. And especially for, you know, a young guy, I was only 26. Yeah. So I had like very little credit history. I definitely didn't have, you know, enough to support a commercial building. And, you know, our church was awesome. And we had, you know, a bunch of people coming, but it was all crazy people. And I mean, like people coming in and peeing on our couch and like trying to spark a joint in the back. And oh, it was so just different, man. People that like, need the church. You exactly. Mean? <laughs> you know, we met on Saturday night, you know, yeah. it was just, it was different. We had a way different crowd, you know? So they would have given me like their couch or their shirt, but they had no money. So yeah. like, 
when we were trying to go and like get a commercial building and people were asking what our budget was, it was just like as low as you can possibly make it, you know? And you're in Colorado. Exactly. Yeah. Colorado Springs, which was like the hottest commercial market in the like US at the time, you know? Yeah. So the thing was, I had already gone through two building projects. So I knew the game. Like I knew it was going to be realtors that weren't super excited about working with a church plant to begin with. They were definitely not going to be excited of working with like a 26-year-old church planter that had a group of crazy people and no money. Right. And so I pull out my preaching iPad. I don't even own a laptop at the time. And the thought was there has to be a commercial Airbnb. Yeah. There has to be some way that I can partner with one of these churches that has too much space and definitely doesn't have enough money. So there's got to be some way that I can rent the eight hours or the four hours that I need a week to do my services, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm 35 pages deep on my iPad, don't even own a laptop, trying to find like, how do people do this? And I found all kinds of ways to share like an office or a one-time event center, but there was no way for me to partner with people in my local community, plant roots and grow the organization. Mm. And so we had to go the traditional route and it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. It was realtors hanging up on us. We got laughed at. People told us you're never going to find anything in this city. Uh, we put our budget and what we needed in the MLS and all my realtor friends were looking like 14 locations in the entire city came back. They were all offices. And so like nothing was really working. Mm -hmm. And so we finally find this building. We had to sign this huge personally guaranteed lease that escalated in price over time. Then we had to raise a ton of money to remodel the building with a bunch of people that had no idea how to remodel buildings. Right. And after we had gone through all the realtors and buildings and leases and everything else, we were never there. Right. I mean, two services, band practice, youth group, and the rest of the time, this building that was like 90% of my budget and all of my stress was a really expensive storage unit. But I had to have it <laughs> to do what I was doing. Right. And it just didn't make any sense, right? So then we said like, there's got to be somebody in the community that's just like us that needs like four hours to do their taekwondo training or sure. somebody that needs a back office to meet with people or whatever. So again, I pull out the preaching iPad and I'm trying to find like how do people share spaces in their community? And again, I couldn't find it. So we took really good, we took out our cell phones, we took really good pictures of our building and we posted it to Craigslist. And I'm sure as I'm saying that, like all yep. the sketchy bells are going off in everybody's head and they should because Craigslist is massively sketchy. Yeah. And it was a big problem. I mean, we had to figure out how to like vet people and like, how do you determine if people can actually pay their bills or if there's somebody that you want to share your space with? But within three months, we had figured that out. So we had 65% of our overhead covered by people Crazy. using our facility when we weren't there. Yeah, it was awesome. And like, I had just got done with business school, so like I knew that reducing your overhead by like 5% in a year was a massive thing, right? Exactly. So 65% in a quarter going into a church plant, and these guys were signing leases. Yeah. So I had my overhead covered for two years yeah. at the very beginning of a plant. And that's when we were like, okay, that was hard, and it sucked using Craigslist and our cell phone and everything, but it wasn't that hard, and yeah. we were using Craigslist and our cell phones. Yeah like rocket lawyer to create documents and stuff. Like there had yeah. to be a better way of doing this. And so once we had reached that point, I mean, within a year, it went to like 125% of our overall budget was covered by people using our facility. So it just did, it changed so much. And it wasn't just that now we had all this money coming in and like we had all these other things happening, but the amount of impact that we were actually having in our community 
like skyrocketed because it wasn't just our church anymore, but people's churches and nonprofits and businesses and homework help for teens and everything else they were doing was operating out of our business, out Mm -hmm. of our building Mm -hmm. when we weren't there. So like people in our community, when they drove by, our parking lot was always full. There was something Mm -hmm. going on in our building. So everybody that was a part of our community knew that by being a part of what we were doing, you were supporting the ecosystem around us. And it wasn't just churches. I mean, it was like all these different nonprofits and businesses started renting from us. And so it just like the church started growing, the culture started just like really solidifying. And it like it without us really having to do anything, it like drove what Mm -hmm. we were doing in our mission. We actually like we had this culture that represented our vision. Yeah. Rather than the other way around. Like, you know, I think all the time like you listen to church planners and stuff and they give you this huge vision. And then you go into their building and none of that is happening. Right. And you're like, well, then is this true? And your culture always trumps your vision, but you could come come in and see what we were doing. Yeah. And that we actually did have a heart for our community and our, like our money was where our mouth was and it was benefiting us. Yeah. It was nuts, you know? And so after that, like when I got up on stage and I was like challenging people to give or challenge people to do something in the community, they all knew it wasn't because we needed this influence or we needed to have more impact or we needed more money. It was genuinely because I felt like this is where the Lord was leading us. This is what I felt led yeah. to challenge people. And everybody knew that, yeah. right? Um, and so it just, that changed everything. And once we had kind of gotten to that place, I was like, somebody has got to be doing this. Right. So I knew that the church was too small of a market, but I was certain that there were like other industries that had the same problem. So we interviewed a thousand people across the nation, uh, the fitness industry, culinary space, charter school, medical facilities, and 85% of everybody we spoke to was either already sharing space with people in their community or they wanted to, but they were freaked out by Craigslist. Of course. And so that's when we got started. Uh, our company is called Space Together. We got started in April of 2017. Uh, since that time, we now have properties in over 30 states. Uh, we've signed four big national enterprise accounts that have thousands of facilities across the nation. Uh, we're signing somewhere between 10 and 40 people a day. We have 50,000 total users on the platform. Hmm. Um, since uh, May of 2019, we started tracking these stats. People have received $92 million of rental applications on the platform. Incredible. Yeah, so we've just been able to help a ton of people just activate their spaces in their community and start generating revenue and impact. So, yeah. So yeah. if you have a building or if you're looking for rent, like this needs, I don't, I'm not aware if you're in Louisville, do, can you see if we, we have a few places? Yeah, you here do. In Kentucky, so yeah. people are already using it and it is yeah. uh, spacetogether.com. spacetogether.com spacetogether.com. Yeah. If you're looking for this type of thing, go to spacetogether.com and take advantage of it. What an incredible, I, I want to encourage you real quick. Cause I have a couple more questions, Yeah, yeah. but if you carry any shame about leaving the ministry because of Kim kingdom impact, you're making a bigger kingdom impact now doing this. Yeah, man. Business minded. You, you have, you are a brilliant mind. And Thanks, I love man. that you did this. Appreciate it. Thanks. Because this is incredible. What is the craziest tenant you've, sh- at, you've actually shared a space with? Yeah. So we, um, when we first got started, there was this Romanian church. I don't even have to think about this. <laughs> there was this Romanian church. It was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. So yeah. like they would, they would go into our auditorium and they would do like worship, but it was like, really, they would just all go in there and kind of sing together. And it was that was cool to begin with because it was a bunch of Romanians like yeah. chanting, which was nuts, you know. Yeah. And then they while that was going on, there would be a group of people. We had this like 30 foot table in our cafe and they would just be coming and bringing like dishes I had never seen before, all types of bread and stews. And, and this is every Sunday. And they would lay it out across the middle of the table and then they would all come in and just have this huge feast. And it was awesome, you know. And so like we started like showing up like, yeah, what are you guys doing? Eating you? all this stuff. It was so cool. And then so around like halfway through that, 
the pastor comes up to me and he's like a shorter Romanian guy. And he's just like, I just want you to know like how much this has meant to us. I want you to know that, you know, this has been such a help and we wouldn't have been able to do this. We wouldn't be able to like impact this community here uh, if we weren't able to do this. And, you know, we tried this several times, but a lot of other pastors had a problem with me being both a pastor and a bounty hunter. Mm. (laughs) You just threw me off. I wasn't expecting that. It was awesome, dude. And then he starts telling me all these stories about being a bounty hunter and like all this. So that stuff's real. It's a hundred percent real, bro. So that was really cool. And then, um, you know, we don't just serve churches, right? So we have like, like about 1.2 million square feet of church space on the platform. Mm -hmm. We have over a million square feet of gyms and like a bunch of other types of facilities, right? So, you know, we're seeing all these different spaces signing up on the platform as time goes on. And then about a year and a half ago, we had a no, a nude yoga studio in L.A. that started Let's sharing their, their space on the platform, which is like, that's awesome, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can just imagine weird encounters, you know, people sharing space. Have you so. done it? I have not. You, you know, I have not. We should do it. Go do it. We together. should. We should. We should go check it out. <laughs> so what's the most exciting thing you see happening in your area in Dallas? Or are you just focused on building this? Uh, just, yeah, 100% yeah. just on space together. And again, we have properties in 30 states. Yeah. Um, the business is actually headquartered in Las Vegas. And so okay. that's where we have like our main HQ. Um, but again, with properties all over the place and then these national accounts, I'm not really geographically located anywhere. Um, but as far as just like the most exciting thing that we're seeing, it, before COVID, there was always this kind of like, And any marketplace has this issue, right? Like when like Uber was getting started, people were like, you would just get in a random person's car. Like you idiot. Exactly. When Airbnb got started, people were like, you would sleep in somebody else's house? Like you don't even know. And there's all this fear, right? And so prior to COVID, there was a lot of that that was going on. Like these churches were like, why would you want people in the community in your building? And it's like, that's what you're supposed to do. You know, like all these things. And, And so like denominations, networks, pastors, we actually prior to the pandemic went completely away from work working with churches, which like, obviously I'm a pastor, I'm a church planter. My heart is for the church. And we went completely away from working with them, more advertising towards them or anything else. And, you know, it was kind of painful, but the truth was pastors were just too difficult to work with. Mm -hmm. And then the majority of our bad reviews or bad interactions were coming from pastors. It almost never happened in like more just secular groups and things. But then whenever the pandemic happened, we knew that we were going to have to kind of like focus on one industry. And so the truth is, is if a gym signs up on the platform, there's a massive diversification of use. So like a lot of different people can use a room that has mats, a sound system and mirrors, like a lot of different industries need that to operate. Right. But when a church, but it's, it's somewhat like vertically locked, right? Like there's not going to be a bunch of people that need a kitchen. They're going to rent from a Taekwondo gym, right? So it's going to be somewhat industry vertical locked, right? Sure. Um, But however, when churches sign up, 35% of them have full gymnasium, 65% of them have commercial kitchens. They all have fully up to code childcare facilities. They all have offices and they all have at least one auditorium. Hmm. And that's not mentioning their parking lots and their huge fields and everything else. And so we had this really hyper focus that came around the 380,000 churches in the U.S. And that was going to be the the target vertical, the target market for us. And so we dove in and since the pandemic, there has been a massive shift Hmm. and give it because like, oh man, we don't have enough money or we don't like the level of influence that we have in our community. But we have seen a huge shift where pastors are so excited about like renting their space and having people in their community come in. And that was not the case prior to 2020. Hmm. It was like pulling teeth to get pastors to sign up. And now they're like, we're having more demand really than we can service. And so I love that. I love love seeing the churches be activated. I mean, and I think all of us, especially now, we've all driven around and there's like this historic church building that's been there for a hundred years and everybody knew what it was. 
and now it's like a bar or a pizza place. Mm -hmm. And I'm not against that. I'm just saying that like the pastor could still own that building and turn it into a bar and a pizza shop and still do church on Sunday and nothing else would be different. Right. And that money would be going to the kingdom. It would be going to church planting. It would be going to solving problems rather than just whatever else is going to happen. And so, uh, yeah, I just, I think I'm loving seeing, you know, just communities come around this idea of activating their spaces. It's incredible. So if you could share any message to our listeners, what's one thing you'd want them to know? Yeah, I just would say that, you know, we were a a group of people that had a really cool community and we did not have access Mm -hmm. to what we needed to continue what we were doing. And so even though Space Together has turned into this awesome thing that's making a ton of money for people and generating impact and everything, the core of it is still just that I was a person that didn't have the access that I needed. Yeah. And so anybody that hasn't been able to get into a space or you haven't been able to find the building or haven't been able to find the kitchen to start your food truck or your catering company, or you want to get your business off the ground, you want to get your personal training company off the ground, but you haven't been able to find the traditional access because you don't have the right backing or whatever circumstance that you come out of, Space Together exists so that you can start or sustain the thing that you've always wanted to do. And if you're a church planter or you're a business owner, when you open up your facility, our average agreement is $20,000 a year. And all you have to give up is eight hours a week of Mm -hmm. one part of your building Mm -hmm. when you're not using it. So by activating your space in your community, not only are you going to generate a non-traditional revenue stream, but you're giving somebody in your community an opportunity that they otherwise would not have had. So by creating impact and opportunity in your community, you're going to make money. And relationships. Exactly. Yeah. And further your influence. And so I would just say that like, if you haven't opened up your space, if you haven't made it accessible to your community, please do. And you can find us at spacetogether.com. And that's, that's what we exist to do is just to help people. Justin, thanks for sharing that. That's incredible. If you are a business owner or church planner, share this episode with someone who needs this information because Space Together could change your life. It could change the way that you do ministry, build relationships, grow your church. Incredible thing. Justin, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you. Spacetogether.com. Go leave a review if you haven't already. Share this episode. And as always, know you're loved and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it.